Hey, it's the Valerie Lynn Show, and welcome to Season 2, where you can't make any of this shit up, and basically everything is still an epic life experience. Feel free to share my show on your social media pages and with your friends and family. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. And now, for the moment you've been waiting for. dieting. You ever notice the word diet has the word die in it? Yeah. Very negative connotation. People who are trying to lose weight and feel better. Meanwhile, also the word diet means that you're not allowed to eat anything that you fucking want. So yeah, fan fucking fantastic. Now, for those of you who know me, you might think, well, what the fuck you got a diet for? You look like a fucking stick. Yeah, no. Uh, you never met Herman, okay? Or you never noticed it, or you didn't notice him, and you just didn't want to say nothing. We'll talk about Herman in just a little bit. So, in order for you to understand my psyche and my definition of diet and why some people should or should not be dieting, we have to go back to uh, Little Val back in the day. So... Me being uh, the little girl that I was, I was extremely skinny. I was 77 pounds, soaking wet with a brick in each hand and could not gain weight. Okay. I would eat, my mom would actually give me milkshakes and malteds and stuff because they're so high and fattening that this would fatten me up a bit. That didn't happen. So I could eat anything and not gain a pound. And I was active when I was a kid. I did gymnastics. I did karate. You know, even playing freeze tag with uh, my, you know, my friends outside when I was a kid. So I was running around. So if you think in terms of dieting and whatnot, you know, as long as your metabolism is energized and it's working, you know, you're burning off all the calories and the fat that you ate during the day. So it doesn't matter when you're a kid. It also doesn't matter what the hell you're eating as a kid because, like I said, you're going to be running around outside and you're going to burn everything right off. I mean, let's be honest. When you were a kid, you know, you had chicken nuggets, you had hamburgers, you had, uh, you know, chocolate, pancakes, whatever the hell it was. You didn't think about it, did you? You just probably shoved it in your mouth hole. You're like, oh, this is good. Cool. Yay. And then you went about your day. You didn't even think about it. You know, no, no, you know, 10 year old, no seven year old. Hell, no freaking teenager that I know of or knew of back in the day ever like, you know, hung out on a scale, cared about a scale. Nobody weighed nothing. You know, nobody weighed their food back then unless you had parents who were on a diet. Well, my mom used to be on a diet here and there. Um, I won't tell you which one, but it was uh, a double letter of the alphabet if you can figure that out, um, which is fine. Um, but like, I'm looking at, you know, she made a whole chicken one day. Okay. Ironically, that's what I'm having for dinner tonight, but I digress. Um, whole chicken, right? You know, she, you know, gives out some to my dad and my brother, then to me. And then I noticed this little measuring cup of shit. I mean, it was chicken, but it was like a little measuring cup. And I'm like, you know, I never thought about it when I was a kid, but I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
I'm busy eating. You know, I wasn't looking at anybody else's plate, but you think about it. My mom would have to measure out her food. Three ounces of chicken is fucking nothing, okay? That's like the size of my fist. Not your fist, because your hands are probably much bigger than mine, because I am very small. Um, I am talking about, like, maybe, like, a baseball, the size of a baseball. That's the size of a piece of chicken that you would be allowed to eat on a fucking diet. I'd fucking kill myself. Um, I'm not telling you to ever, 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 ever do that. But I'm just saying the struggle is real. You know what I mean? Um, but when you're a kid, you don't think about that shit, you know? So 77 pounds soaking wet with a brick in each hand um, through uh, elementary school, through junior high school. That's when all the, you know, everybody started making fun of me and shit. Um, I still had a big mouth back then, too. So, you know, some people kept their shit at bay because they didn't know what the hell I would do or say. Um, but yeah, 77 pounds. I was a stick. People wondered if I had an eating disorder, if I was anorexic or bulimic. Now, I hate, and I don't know anybody that likes doing this, but I hate throwing up. I will fight to not puke, okay? Even when I was sick, when I was, like, had a... (laughs) I was in Vegas, you know, um, was drinking, um, had a little bit too much in a red Solo cup, almost made me throw up, but, uh, you know, I would force it down the attic, uh, down the basement, because there ain't no way it was coming up the attic, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't understand, and... You know, I, I've never been around people who are anorexic or bulimic. I've never had that situation myself. So I don't know the struggle of that. Um, so I can't speak on that. However, I could tell you that being 77 pounds and being five foot one, um, because at that point, that's how tall I was. Five foot one. I didn't, you know, now I'm just, I'm not shrinking. Now I've just, I'm just staying there. I'm short. So... It's hard to find clothes when you're that fucking tiny. Um, I remember I had to, back in the day when uh, the store was actually still around, it was um, a kid's store, but they had like a size 16, which is the highest the kids went. And um, there was one store where I, the store popped out of nowhere and I was in between, 16 was the highest for girls. Um, You know, two to four was the smallest in women's. So I was in between that. I also had to get sneakers that were boys sneakers because I couldn't find anything to fit me right. I was also wearing boys jeans at one point because I couldn't find anything to fit me right. Um, Then all of a sudden this store was called 579 came out. Now, five, seven, and nine are the average sizes of women. This is what I'm assuming, which is why they called the store five, seven, nine. They didn't only have sizes five, seven, and nine. They had anywhere from size zero to size 16 in women's. Okay. I found this store. I cried. (laughs) I got to be honest with you Um, because it was a blessing. Because let me tell you, back in the 80s, when you're a kid and you can't find shit to wear, you wind up wearing whatever you could fucking find. And whatever you could fucking find is clothes that look like you were in a, ba- a very bad new wave 80s band video. 
Okay. Yeah. So we sucked. Well, I sucked. Um, it was bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I could not gain weight. I was the asshole in five, seven, nine that said, ma, the size one is too big. I need a size zero. <laughs> Don't you just want to punch that person in the fucking face? I mean, now fast forward, you know, to now I'm like a size. I, I I'm in the middle of five, seven, nine, basically. Just just say that. Okay. Now, while being a size five, seven and or nine is not bad. Think about it in my terms, though. This is where my anxiety kicks in. This is why I get upset because being 77 pounds where you could go and eat anything, do anything, still having problems finding clothes. And now you're so much bigger where you're still having problems finding fucking clothes. But now it's the opposite range. And you feel fat. Like I could feel face fat on me now. I never understood that when I was a kid. You know, I just, I was an awkward kid. I, I was made fun of quite a bit. Uh, My nickname in junior high was Ostrich because my mom decided to make me wear a dress and I had chicken legs and back then I wasn't allowed to shave for some reason so yeah hairy little chicken legs when you're in junior high school when the uh you know main popular dude who would wear a uh leather jacket and whatnot that you really liked made fun of you and called you ostrich and since he was the most popular guy in school everybody started calling you ostrich thanks mom um so yeah there was that um Another thing that happened uh, when I finally went to high school, high school was the worst. I mean, like, you have racism and bullshit and total utter hatred stuff now, which sucks in its own right. But you had people back then who would just make fun of you for anything. I mean, I remember in junior high school, this girl made fun of me because of my slouch socks. Back then, slouch socks, spandex pants, and Reebok sneakers were the thing to wear. Yeah, not on someone who's 77 pounds, it ain't. So, yeah, fight about my socks. Then I get, like, into a fight in the middle of gym class in the locker room. I'll never forget this. Um, These three girls came up to me. Now, mind you, I'm minding my own business. I'm looking in my locker. It was roller skating gym class. Yeah, unheard of, I know, right? Yeah, well, that's why I took it, because it was roller skating, which I loved. And it was a gym class, which I needed. So roller skating gym, that's it. Awesome, right? No. I'm standing there with my back towards everybody, which was the worst thing I could have possibly done. One of my friends already disappeared. I'm busy talking to my other friend who uh, quietly started backing away, and I had no idea why. I turn around. These three girls behind me, one bigger than the other, but I digress. There's a reason why I'm saying this, because they're just just bear with me, okay? Now, I didn't care what color you were. I didn't care what size you were. I didn't care. I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted people to treat me nice. I wanted people to treat me the way I would treat others. That didn't happen either. So the, uh, the head of the trio looked at me and said, you know, you're so skinny, I could shove you in that locker. I'm busy lacing up my roller skates at this point. And the other two were just standing there. 
you know, I guess as moral support for somebody who started picking on me for no fucking reason other than the fact that she didn't like me in junior high school. So now we're in high school and she still doesn't like me for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe because I'm like a quarter of the size of her and she got fucking pissed. Um, so she goes, you know, I could throw you into that locker right now. Now, mind you, being a quarter of the size of her, having a big mouth the size of her, I said, yeah, I'd like to see you try. Um, she probably could have. I don't know. Um, then again, my roller skates were weighing me down because they weighed almost as much as I did back then, but I wasn't going to say that. So she goes and says to me, oh, I could probably use you as a toothpick. You're so skinny. And her two friends, I'm like, I'm standing there looking at her. Now, I'm not intimidated. I'm not scared, per se. I just don't understand it. So I'm like, I looked at her. I said, why are you saying these things to me? Like, what is your major malfunction, you fucking moron? You know, that's what's going through my mind. Um, Because... If you understand anything about, you know, this is Brooklyn, okay? I went to the most ghetto school on the fucking planet in New York, in Brooklyn, okay? Not the planet, but you know what I mean. Um, Every time you walked through the doors of this school, there were security people there that flagged you down. It was almost like you were at a fucking airport, okay? They had to flag you down with the security wands, make sure you didn't have any knives or any chains or anything, you know, any guns or anything in your bag, on your person, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to fucking school. I'm like, if you don't want to fucking be here, don't come. I didn't want to go, but I had to. So you're going to bring a fucking knife to school for what fucking reason? So that's my mindset, okay? So back to the locker room with these three fucking morons that decided just to give me a hard fucking time because they didn't like me back in junior high and now we're in high school and they still have a fucking problem. So she looks at me and she goes, you know, I could use you as a toothpick. So I'm saying, I'm like, why are you saying this shit to me? And they're all, they're all laughing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm obviously not getting the answer to this. I was like, you know, somebody, you know, you're asking why. Maybe you should just tell me, did I piss you off, Fafa? Did I say something to you back in the day that I don't remember that offended you? Uh, maybe you might want to lead with that and say, hey, you know, in junior high, you said this, this, and this to me. I don't know why you did it, but it upset me. And I'd like to tell you about it or talk about it or whatever. Fine. You know, there are plenty of people back in junior high that used to make me feel like shit. Okay. Some of them sometimes were my friends, actually, to be quite honest with you. Needed new friends. I don't talk to any of those guys anymore. Um, but, you know, she's sitting there and she says all this various shit. Obviously, I'm not getting an answer from her. So I just retaliated at this point, you know. Skates were all, you know, laced up and stuff. I'm ready to go. Now you're in my fucking way and I'm going to miss, you know, I'm going to be late to my fucking class because you want to be a fat fuck. So this was my mentality back then. Um... You know, if anybody is struggling with weight and whatnot, this does not pertain to you. I am not calling you a fat fuck by any means. I am calling this girl a fat fuck because she was a fucking moron to me. So, you know, action, reaction, you know, words that shouldn't have been said, that kind of thing. So I couldn't stand no more. I stood there and I said, you know what? I said, you could try to put me in a locker. You could try to, you know, use me as a toothpick. You could try to pick me up and throw me back, you know, backwards into a garbage can, which she said she might have done, but she didn't get a chance to after what I said to her. I said, you know what? You want to go down this road? 
fine. I said, here's what you need to know. Your ass is so fucking big that you probably need to get Crisco to grease your ass through a fucking doorway. In silence for a couple of seconds while she processed what I said. Both her friends were hysterical laughing. I turned around to one of my friends. I realized I'm alone. Nobody's behind me. My friends took off. So at that point, this woman like a fucking elephant charging a stake or something, screams at me and starts running towards me. Well, I neglected to mention that I'm a pretty good roller skater. So I skated through the whole freaking locker room and I ran up the flight of steps with my skates on and skated right to my gym class. She never touched me. She also stopped bothering me after I said that. So uh, apologies, but you started it. So I come to find out not that long later this one of the girls that was with her tried to be my best friend during orientation because now her friends aren't with her anymore and I'm like you know I'm like you want to tag along that's fine but I ain't ever talking to you and I told her why and she's like yeah I can understand that you know many years later like some people don't understand how words affect you you know People don't understand how when you're a kid, you absorb stuff like sponges and there are things that stick with you, good and or bad, you know? So that was one of those times. So when I was a kid, I had a lot of different problems. Uh, My stomach was always bothering me. As skinny as I was, I would always have stomach problems. I'd always constantly be in the bathroom and shit and shit, Um, you know, but nobody understood the struggle. So when I was in the bathroom and stuff, you know, I figured we're friends. We could talk about shit, you know, Um, what's shit among friends? So, you know, the bathroom was like my second home, not because I was vomiting or because I wanted to hang out in there because I was the best room to be in. No, Um, I was just in a lot of pain all the time. Felt like I had to go. Sometimes nothing would happen. So I'd sit in there. You know, I really wish we had phones back then. I'd be sitting on the toilet playing games on my phone and shit. That's how long I was in there. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I used to bring coloring books in there and sit on, in the bathroom. Problem with that is we only had one bathroom back then. So I couldn't be in there that long, no matter how much I hurt, because other people had to use the fucking thing, you know? Thank God my aunt and uncle and cousin lived upstairs. It was a duplex family house. So, uh, you know, I'd go upstairs and use their bathroom if I had to. But whatever. So I went to several different doctors. Nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. Uh, Somebody said I should have gone to a psychiatrist. Yeah, that's going to really help my stomach hurting me. Go talk to somebody about my stomach hurting me. Made no fucking sense whatsoever. You know, back then, kids, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade, you know, they were like, oh, I just got my period. I'm like, you don't talk about that shit. I was like, I, you know, I, like, I, I never, I never understood that because I didn't know what the fuck it meant. I was like, you know, when you first get it, it's not a, it's an exclamation point. Then when you don't know if you're getting it, it's question mark. So it's like, why do they fucking call it period? I'm like, is a period of time where you just want to fucking be an asshole and treat people like shit because your stomach is hurting you? That's a normal Monday for me. Like, I don't understand, you know? And I've been dealing with this my whole fucking life, which fucking sucks major goat penis, okay? Sucks ass. So, you know, nobody knows the struggles unless they ask you, and back then nobody gave a shit. They just like making fun of you, so there was that. So, along with the stress, being made fun of, 
hoping I didn't have to run to the bathroom during classes and everything, and wearing the most craziest fucking shit on the planet. It was the 80s and the early 90s. Um, you know, what's girl to do, you know? So, tried to fatten myself up by eating, like, you know, junk food and shit. In retrospect, what I should have been doing back then when you were 77 pounds to get muscle mass, I should have been fucking doing crunches and sit-ups and push-ups, you know, so I would have had the lovely six-pack, you know, that people dream about because that ain't happening, or at least it hasn't happened yet, um, but, you know, I would have been at least ahead of the game back in the day, but, you know, when you're a kid, nobody thinks about working out, you know, I mean, if you, you think about it and you were outside playing hopscotch or you're playing freeze tag and you're, or you're riding your bike up and down the block and whatnot, that was exercise. We just thought it was fun. You know, we didn't know, we, you know, that we were actually exercising. But also back then, you were a fucking, you know, kid. Your metabolism was high as shit and you could do whatever the hell you want, you know, to an extent. Um, but yeah, so... I decided to go to the doctor. Back then, it was a pediatrician. He didn't know what the hell to do. So now that I was getting older and I was in junior high, we decided, um, you know, to go to the family doctor. So that was my parents' doctor back in the day. Now, fast forward into high school, into, I want to say, the freshman, sophomore year of college. Because, yeah, my school back then only went up to sophomore year. It was two-year school, so you got an associate's degree, which has nothing to do with fucking dieting, but I digress. Um, So I was 77 pounds, though. This is what I was trying to get at. Through junior high, through high school. High school, I was doing gymnastics, and I was also doing... I was going to karate school at night. So that's what I did to keep active, and boy, was that fucking happy. Oh my god, the shit that we used to do in karate. Holy crap. Um, best school on the planet if you wanted to take your aggression out on somebody who did not do anything to you. This was the guy I was paired up with. Side note of the whole thing. Went to a school where the guy who founded the school was a shadow boxing or kickboxer. Um, he was the sensei. He owned the school. He was a well-known uh, kickboxer back in the day, I think. I don't know if he did MMA. I don't know if he did UFC, but he was a fighter who opened up a karate school with various different, uh, you know, karate types like Taekwondo, uh, regular karate. There was jujitsu. There was sparring. There was a bunch of different things. Uh, Depending on what level you were, that was what you learned, you know? But there was one guy. There's always one guy, you know? There's one guy in the class who always looked like he wanted to fucking kill someone, okay? He was paired up with me. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm like, this guy looks like he wants to fucking kill me and put his fist right through my head. I didn't do nothing. But I gotta tell you, every single day that we had class, it was three times a week, every single day there was an ambulance outside the goddamn class the school every day that I was there and I'm like you know what I ain't going back and I'm like you know I'm a little I'm a little girl I'm fragile I, I didn't want anybody kicking my ass for no reason I didn't do nothing to deserve this shit you know so I decided to stop going and I figured that I was 77 pounds from junior high to high school to half of my college days I'm like I'm probably not going to gain weight. I'm like, this is just going to fucking happen, you know? 
So I decided to stop going. Plus, we wound up moving from Brooklyn to New Jersey anyway. So I would have had to have gotten a different uh, karate school anyway. But um, I digress. So it wasn't anything where I was losing weight from going to karate. I, back then again, did not think about losing weight. Did not think about gaining weight, really. Did not think about getting in shape because I was a stick. So I didn't think I needed to be in shape. I was a stick. How do you shape a stick? You can't, you know? I wind up breaking myself. This is what I was thinking back then. Um, so we decided that we would go to the family doctor to try to figure some shit out. You know, to get some answers on why the fuck my stomach is so fucked up. Because at this point, now I'm in college, I'm still about 77, maybe 100 pounds at that point, and I'm eating whatever I want, and no matter what I was eating, I was getting sick. Now, I know I mentioned something about kidney stones a while back in one of the other podcasts and everything. That was when I was 18. That's when I was in college. Um, that's a completely, totally different thing. It does have something to do with what you're eating, though. If you get, uh, depending on what kind of stones you have, real quick, there's calcium stones, which is obviously made of calcium oxalate, which you could find in any kind of dairy product. So it's, it's calcium-based stones. The other one's a uric acid. Now, back in the day, when I was in uh, college, I used to have two to three bottles of black iced tea every single day. Now, nobody in my family has kidney stones. Nobody in my family has these fucking stomach problems either. Um, So we thought nothing about it. But yeah, if you change your diet, you drink some more water. Um, I can't stand water. Um, We'll talk about that later. Um, So, you, you know, you drink better stuff, you eat better stuff, you won't get certain diseases to a point. Okay, fine. So, on to the doctor we go. remains. What is the solution, if any, to this problem? Sorry! So, on to the first doctor, which uh, turned out to be the beginning of many fucking doctors, and I'll tell you why. Now, we used to go to our pediatrician. Now I feel like I am too old for that, because I was in, I believe, high school? maybe college so I started going to the family doctor now when you're younger and you see somebody maybe it was just me because I was psychic and I I was you know an empath I felt things off different people I don't know because back then I didn't know what to fucking call it but like you get a vibe off of some people some people you like some people you really like, some people you can't stand, you want to try to avoid. Then there are people that are in between that intimidate you, but you don't know whether to like them or not because you're too scared from when you first meet them. That was this guy. This was my family's doctor, okay? I had so much fucking anxiety. First of all, every time I went to the fucking doctor, I was getting needles, which fucking sucked. I hate needles. I hate the pain. When I was a kid, nobody explained to me that inside the needles was actually medicine to make you feel better or to give you a vaccine to stop you from getting any diseases. I just thought I was being fucking tortured for no fucking reason because that's what life was about. Yeah, that's how I thought. There was one time where I had to get a couple of shots 
when I was a kid, it took two nurses, the doctor, and my mom to hold me down in the middle of the hallway of the pediatrician to get these shots. If you would have just explained to me that the reason why you were doing this is because there is medicine in them to make you not get sick, I would have probably taken it a little better. Just a thought. Anyway, we are at my family's doctor and he scared the ever-loving shit out of me just from the look on his face. Like he just had that like resting bitch face look that like you didn't know if he was joking or if he had gas or something was wrong, you know? So anyway, he turned out to be a really nice guy, uh, very sarcastic. He also had that stern look on his face though. So there were times where you didn't know he was joking or not. Um, but I went to him for quite a while. Uh, he gave me some different medications. Now, mind you, this is back in the nineties at this point, you know, uh, medicine has come a long way since then. Uh, plus not to mention the fact that nobody knew what the fuck was wrong with me. Um, at this point, I was having problems going to the bathroom. I had a massive bloated stomach. Nobody knew why. Um, And then back then I started getting kidney stones. So hooray, you know? So he decided he was going to do a couple of tests. I don't remember what they were because this is how long ago it was. Um, He did a blood test. He did a couple other tests. And he gave me some sort of medication to tide me over until the tests came back. And then we were supposed to go and make another appointment to go see him again to figure out the results from the lab and what the fuck was wrong with me. Right? Now, the day of the appointment. I'll never forget this because this is just my luck too. Um, Me, my brother, because he was younger at the point, uh, and my mom all came with me to this doctor's appointment. You know, because back then you were a kid, you didn't drive, you know? You didn't know where the fuck you were going, right? So we're standing outside. Now, the door is usually the front door to his uh, office. It was His office was in a house, like a basement of a house or something. You know, that door would be open. Then you go down a couple of steps, and you go into the office door, all right? Now, the office door was locked. Now... I'm thinking to myself, I'm not the only one that had an appointment, just like every other doctor on the planet. You know, you'd sit in his waiting room and you felt like you were there for fucking hours because there were other people waiting to see him too and he's the only fucking doctor there. Yeah, that. Uh, So by the time you get in there, your blood pressure's through the fucking roof. Again, when you're a kid, you don't think about blood pressure and shit like that. So, you know, you'd sit there and be like, ah, I'm bored, but, you know, I know I gotta wait for my mom to come out or whoever was going to the doctor that day, you know? So this time it was my turn. So we have an appointment. We're five minutes early or whatever, you know, whatever. So we open the front door, go down the stairs, try to open the second door to his office and it's locked. And, you know, I'm peeking through the window. All the lights are off. I'm like, okay. My mom knocked on the door again. Nobody answered. My mom called uh, because back then we didn't have cell phones, you know. Um, Well, I didn't anyway. Um, I think she used a payphone to call his office. We had to go outside because, yeah, we didn't have nobody had cell phones back then. Some people had beepers. Whoopty fucking shit. I was not allowed a beeper. Then the blackberries came out and dingleberries and a bunch of other fucking things. I didn't have any of that. Um, but anyway, I think she went to go to a payphone to call his office. Because I remember we called, unless we went home and called his office. It doesn't matter. We called his office. Nobody answered. Okay. Answering machine came on. So we left a message. All right. Now I'm like, you know, 
sometimes now back in the day when you were a kid I don't remember the protocol and everything I don't know if you had to pay for the office visit if you were late and didn't show up I don't know if they charged your account or whatever but I, who knows you know now now it's different and everything's electronic and you don't show up they know you didn't show up and they fucking charge your dumb ass um, or if you don't cancel within 24 hours they charge your dumb ass you know so make your fucking appointment but anyway long story short and this is my luck if you fucking know me the poor guy died okay my family doctor passed away and I'm sitting there I'm like what I'm like wait a minute uh, you know and, and I I was in such shock when I found this out that I didn't understand the concept of the whole fucking thing all I asked was well did he get my test results <laughs> you know like the stupid shit like that well well th- did he get the lab results? Did he get the blood work? What's wrong with me? Uh, yeah, poor guy died. No blood work. No labs. We didn't even know who to call if you could call somebody. I mean, like, if you call a lab for your blood work results or whatnot now, like, if you call LabCorp or Quest or whatever, it's your shit. You're allowed to have access to that because it's your shit. Back in the 90s, I don't think, at least me personally being a kid I wasn't told one way or the other I don't think that you were allowed to call any of these places to get results for anything you know you would just go to your doctor because that's where you would get the results from because he would have him at his desk if he wasn't fucking dead okay dead 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 oh dead um so we wound up moving anyway at that point, I graduated the two-year college. Um, you know, I didn't think, you know, I didn't think of going to another doctor because we were fucking moving. We we're going to have to find another doctor anyway. So we moved from Brooklyn to Jersey going more than 20 years ago. Came out here and found one of the best doctors on the fucking planet, which was fucking amazing. So I told that doctor what happened. He looked at me. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He goes, he, the doctor looks at me and says, did he ever give you the test results? <laughs> no. So I'm like, no, I don't even know what he was testing for. So I told him the whole problem, the new doctor that I was at now that's in Jersey. I was like, look, here's the situation. I said, I don't understand why this is fucking happening to me. At this point, I'm 20 years old, 21 years old. This shit's still happening to me. Um, at that point, I started gaining weight. Uh, yippee. Uh, no. Um, I wound up having this bloated ass stomach that I wound up giving him a name because I figured he was so fucking big he deserved not only his own zip code but he deserved his own name so now Herman was born okay that's the name of my stomach was Herman so I would talk about him in third person I'm like yeah so you know Herman's being an asshole and I don't know what his fucking problem is but this shit ain't right okay so my doctor did a whole bunch of fucking tests and shit. Did a, a gluten sensitivity test. Did a fibromyalgia Epstein-Barr test and whatnot. Uh, which actually came back positive. And I find out that it's a false positive because the test is inconclusive. And the test is a piece of shit. So there was no reason to even take the test. Because there's no evidence one way or another to help my situation. So fuck it. So he says, well, um, yeah, you don't have a gluten sensitivity, but you have IBS. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Apparently, IBS stands for Irritable Bowel Syndrome. 
which means that you have a spastic colon. And the doctor said to me, in layman's terms, it means you're fucking full of shit. So I'm like, what? He meant it literally. Like, if you Google online now, because back in the day we didn't have Google either. Back in the day, uh, when this all shit started with me, we just started having AOL and dial-up. Okay, MySpace wasn't even a fucking thing yet. This is how long ago we're going back, people. All right. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm full of shit. I'm like, I'm telling you the truth. I don't fucking get it. What are you telling me? I'm full of shit for. I'm telling you what's fucking wrong. That's not what he meant. If you were to Google, you know, how long your intestines are, it would probably wrap around the Earth. I don't know, four or five times. I didn't actually Google it. I just, I, I remember somebody saying something about it. Now, just take that. Don't take it as gospel, but just think about that for a second. Your intestines, whoever you are listening to this, can wrap around the fucking earth four to five times, okay? Think about how long that is. And that's all stuffed in your person, and it's all full of shit, okay? So I'm like, well, how do we get rid of this shit then? So he's like, well, you got to change your diet. I'm like, well, what diet? I mean, at this point, I'm 20 years old. I didn't have a fucking diet. You know, I, my arms and legs were skinny as fuck. I had this bloated sack of shit called Herman, um, you know, sitting here. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do. So he was like, we're going to have to try a bunch of different things. All right, fine. Right. Great. So wind up going to various different, uh, you know, gym memberships and doing workouts at home and trying not to eat that much. Don't eat late at night. Blah, 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 blah. I'm 20 years old. Who the fuck needs to think about this shit, you know? So I did not understand it. I really didn't. I'm like, I didn't have these problems when I was a fucking kid. I had other problems when I was a fucking kid. Like, you know, constipation, couldn't go to the bathroom, blah, 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 blah. Never had this fucking stomach before, okay? So I'm not exactly sure what the fuck is wrong. So he sent me to a gastro doctor. Now, I've had one, two, four, four gastro doctors before I found one that was fucking amazing. Okay. Um, I also went to another doctor who was a complete fucking asshole um, about my liver or something. Because apparently as you get older, every all the parts fall off of you, you know? fucking ridiculous so I went to this liver doctor who's telling me oh you have fatty liver disease well, what the fuck is that he's like oh well it's 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 like cirrhosis of the liver except without the alcoholism what basically there are two different types of cirrhosis of the liver okay one where if you're an alcoholic or you can you know continuously drink and drink and drink that's cirrhosis of the liver your liver is too far gone it can't regenerate itself you are going to die um same thing with cirrhosis of the liver with fatty liver disease except that it has nothing to do with alcohol it's basically that you're just eating too much shit and the fat has nowhere else to go so i'm thinking to myself what do you mean the fat has nowhere else to go you could put fat on my ass and my boobs. That would be fantastic. Take it off the fucking stomach. Like, I'm not a big person. So I didn't understand this concept of it not having anywhere to go. So he said, well, internally, the fat will just go into your organs. And I'm like, what? So 
basically, he was like, well, you just gotta lose 10 pounds. I'm sorry, excuse me? Like, losing fucking weight is an easy fucking thing, okay? Now, mind you, if you are listening to this and you are a little overweight or you're obese or heavy set or however you or fluffy, however you want to call it, it's easier for you to lose weight being bigger than it is for somebody who is smaller to lose weight. The reason being is it's not it has nothing to really do with the fat. Well, it, it does, but it doesn't. It, it has to do with water weight too. That's where the bloat comes from because you have a lot of excess water. Which I didn't fucking understand either because the human body is over 70 fucking 5% water. Where the fuck does it all go then? And then other people tell me when you start exercising and whatnot, you're supposed to drink, um, you know, half your weight in ounces of water. So if I did the math correctly, for me, it's 64 ounces of water a day. That ain't gonna fucking happen. Fucking hate water. Hate it. Um, I mean, I'll crush like limes in it. I'll crush lemons or some berries or something in the water itself in order to flavor it for me to fucking drink it. That's what I need to do. I can't use any of those powdered shits because it has aspartame in it and it coats my tongue and makes me feel like crap. Um, I, I can't do any of that shit. Um, the, the liquid stuff, ugh, stevia, ugh, like I can't use any of that. So I would just naturally flavor it with fruits and stuff. But there's only so much water you could fucking drink, okay? And then when you're fucking dieting, they tell you, oh, you're supposed to drink about 16 ounces in the morning right before you eat anything when you get up in the morning. That ain't gonna fucking happen unless you want me to fucking vomit, okay? And I ain't gonna swallow no fucking water that much in the morning. It's not gonna happen. Maybe four ounces in the morning if my throat's dry when I first wake up. But that's that's it. I am not, no. No. You know, so... The liver doctor pissed me off. Never went back to him again. Um, You know, I didn't weigh that much back then. For you to tell me I needed to lose 10 pounds. I was like a buck 20 maybe back then. And I'm like, 120 is not big. I mean, but the 120 pounds was all in fucking Herman. So you got this woman walking down the street who's 120 pounds but it's all in her fucking stomach, you look like you're fucking pregnant, okay? That's what happened to me. I constantly started looking like I was six months pregnant every fucking day of my life. I fucking hated it. I still fucking hate it. Um, but, you know, back then for doctors to, like, say that to you and not even explain anything fucking pissed me off. So I went to a gastro doctor who told me to eat fucking salads, I went to another gastro doctor who told me not to eat salads. I went to a third gastro doctor who said, you're supposed to eat salads and drink a lot of water and do all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. It didn't matter. I stopped listening at that point because I was about to give up. I'm like, nothing is fucking helping this stomach. Now, mind you, all these years, continuously every other year getting kidney stones on top of this fucking stomach, okay? So, yeah, okay, maybe diet is part of it. So I cut out all the iced tea um, back then. I would drink green tea instead of black tea, or I wouldn't drink as much of it. You know, then when you start working out, if you had a personal trainer and everything, the trainers would be like, oh, well, fat doesn't make you fat. Sugar makes you fat. And if you eat too much sugar, the sugar turns into fat, which then makes you fat. Think about that for a second. You're fat, 
but the fat doesn't make you fat. But then you eat sugar, which turns into fat. But the fat doesn't make you fat. So what the fuck? Right? Am I right? Um, you know, if you would explain it a little better how there are complex carbs and there's simple sugars and the simple sugars, all the white sugar and candy and all the junk food shit that you don't want to eat versus complex carbs, which is like apples and oranges and bananas that have all natural sugars, that's a little better for you. But also you want to limit that too, especially if you're diabetic or extremely overweight because that just sits on you and doesn't get burnt off because the fat that's already there isn't burnt off yet. So people need to explain things to people a little better, especially if you're a doctor, because if you have a patient sitting in front of you, obviously the patient's not a fucking doctor, so they don't fucking understand what you're saying to them. All they fucking hear is blah, 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 fat, blah, 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 lose weight, blah, 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 you'd feel better if you lost weight, blah, 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 lose weight. Um, what the fuck you think I'm trying to do over here? At that point, if it was me, I'd fucking give up. Because I'm like, not only am I not getting the answers that I was hoping for, which, you know, that's a pipe dream. You're never going to get the answers that you want when it ha- comes to dieting because we're all imperfect. We're probably all doing something wrong, you know. But fucking explain it better, you know. Explain that, you know, a woman has to have a certain calorie count for the day for that specific person. Now, mind you, if you're bigger than I am, your calorie count would be a little bigger. Also, if you're the same size as me, but you work out constantly and you're on the move all the time, your metabolism is faster than mine and it'll burn shit off quicker, so you would have more calories than me as well. Um, I'm actually learning about that now. I didn't learn about that back then. Um, I had a nutritionist back then when I went to the gym. She fucking, uh, it blew my fucking mind. I'm telling her about my fucking problems, okay? I'm like, yeah, I got, you know, a distended stomach. I was diagnosed with IBS and blah, blah, blah. So she gives me this diet plan, okay? Like a nutrition thing, right? And I see, you know, yeah, you could have coffee, but limit the amount of sugar that you put in it. All right, fine. She did an experiment with me. She goes, I want you to cut out soda and juice, for this whole week. Can you do that? I'm like, yeah, that'll be easy. I don't drink juice. I don't fucking drink soda neither. I was like, fan-fucking-tastic. I don't need to do jack shit this week, you know? Come back the next week. I still didn't lose any weight. She goes, well, were you doing what I said? I said, yeah, I don't drink that shit. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I said, it didn't seem to fucking matter. You seemed to like, you know, fucking hearing yourself talk. Nobody fucking listened to me think about this. If you have IBS, you could totally fucking relate with me, okay? When I tell you what I'm about to tell you right now, okay? Um, I don't know where it is. I should probably throw it out or burn it or something, but she gave me this whole folder with uh, information on fiber, diet plans, and all this other fucking shit, okay? Now, when you have IBS, there is a bunch of shit you can't eat, okay? Mostly the gassy shit, like broccoli, cauliflower, beans, um, you know, all the gaseous shit that you know you should cut out of your diet because it makes Herman even worse than he already is, okay? This bitch, let me tell you. First of all, I don't know why the fuck I paid this woman. I could have done a better job on my fucking own. Um, she sat there, she gave me a whole list of shit. And I was trying to be nice and polite. I'm sitting in her office and I'm looking at the list. 
refried beans, lentils, bran muffins, bran cereal. And I'm trying to be nice, okay? But in my head, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You want me? I got IBS. I got a distended stomach with gas up the wazoo. You want to feed me fucking beans? Are you fucking nuts? I was like, that plus a freaking coffee and a bran muffin in the morning. You should put me on the fucking highway. You know, I'm like, what the hell? So I came home and I'm like, I'm never going to use this list. I'm like, who the fuck eats refried beans? Unless, not for nothing, unless it's taco night and you like that on tacos or nachos or something. But for me, it just looked like fucking baby food slathered on a nacho. Well, thank you. I'm good. I don't need that. However, black beans I will eat. Garbanzo beans, chickpeas, stuff like that. White beans I will eat. But now you're going to laugh because I learned this on the TV show Good Eats with Alton Brown. Okay? Didn't learn nothing from my fucking nutritionist. I learned from Alton Brown. Okay? If you have IBS or you have gas issues with your stomach and shit, you can still eat beans. But you have to peel the peels off of them. So you'd have to boil them and take all the peels off and smush them and shit. Like if you wanted to make hummus, you could eat hummus because it doesn't have any like bean skin on it. Basically, that's where all the gas and all the shit that we can't process is. That's also why when you eat corn, it comes out looking like it was fucking whole. Right after you put it in your mouth hole, it comes out your asshole the same way. It's like every time I eat corn, I'm like, ah, see you later. Bye. You know? Um, you know, so there's that. But like, I learned more from a TV show host than I did from a fucking nutritionist that I actually fucking paid for. Fucking asshole. Well, that was really horrible. Oh, you're always complaining. <laughs> So nutritionist was an asshole. The personal trainers I used didn't really help me because I didn't want to work out. I really got disgusted after I started doing all the exercises. I wasn't seeing any results. Also back then I wasn't changing my diet really either because I didn't know what to eat. Because at that point with my stomach, everything was making me sick. So I was told that, you know, you have to eat before you work out you know, but you have to eat something good. So I didn't know that meant something healthy. I just thought that meant something that tasted good. So I'd eat a granola bar, cranberry juice, and then go off to the gym where my personal trainer would be waiting for me. And we would work out for maybe five to 10 minutes and I would pass out. And he's like, well, did you eat anything this morning? I'm like, yeah. And I told him what I did, and he's like, no. He's like, you can't eat that because it's all sugar, and it's just going to spike, and then you're going to crash. There's no energy in that. So I'm like, well, explain to me what energy is in what then? So it's like, you know, protein is basically what you should be eating, especially before you work out, so there's something to burn off, so there's something that sustains you while you're working out. Nobody said that to me. Especially not the nutritionist. Fuck life. I mean, my God. And this woman's still in business? I mean, I don't even know if she is. But she should have said something back then. I'm like, I want my money back because you're an asshole. Because everything you fucking said did not fucking work for me. I don't drink soda. I don't drink juice. I ain't going to eat those fucking beans. Fucking asshole. 
Anyway, I digress. So I'm at the gym. I'm working out uh, at least three times a week. I'm not seeing any results on anything. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, you know, I'm spending all this money. I'm not seeing any results. I'm getting fucking pissed off at this point. So I'm done. So I decided I'd try another gastro doctor. He wanted to send me for a fucking colonoscopy three days before my birthday. Believe that shit? Yeah, happy birthday. Something shoved up your ass. No. So that happened and everything was normal. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. How the fuck this? No, Herman is not. This ain't normal. He ain't normal. No. I was like, I need an explanation. And I couldn't get one from the last gastro doctor. So I decided to go find a new one. Which is the gastro doctor that I have now. Fan-fucking-tastic. Okay? Um, If you need a gastro doctor and you live in central New Jersey, you want this gastro doctor. Okay? He's in Edison. Uh, You could send me a message. Email me. Um, or, you know, subscribe to my podcast and leave me a message or something. And I will let you know the name of the gastro doctor because he's fan-fucking-tastic. So we talked about a bunch of different things when I was in his office. I told him about how his colleague, the liver doctor, yeah, they're in the same practice, in the same fucking building. So I told him how much of a fucking asshole the liver doctor was and he could go scratch my fucking ass. That's a little gastro humor, scratch my ass. <laughs> um, so, you know, of course, you know, being his colleague, he couldn't really say anything to me. But, you know, the expression and the look on his face, he kind of maybe agreed with me, I think. Anyway, so we're busy talking about shit. <laughs> Literally talking about shit, gastro doctor. Um, and he's like, well, let's do a few tests. Let's do a few things, blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll figure this shit out. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, did all these tests, came back to his office the next day. He was there. Um, and we went over everything. And he goes, does anybody ever tell you that you're lactose intolerant? I'm like, say what now? He goes, you definitely have IBS, but you're also lactose intolerant. Meaning you can't process, you know, some of the chemical, you know, compounds that are in dairy, basically. And I thought about it. And I'm like... Let me go through a basic day in the life of me. This was back when I was working at the bank. Um, Hated my job. I hated that job so hard. Um, But herein lies the situation. I hated my job so badly that I thought that the reason my stomach was bothering me was because of the anxiety of having to go to that job. You ever see the movie Office Space? If you haven't, you need to go and find it because it's fucking fantastic. Anyway, there's a character. His name is Peter, okay? It's played by John Livingston, who is... I, I just love that man. Love him. Um, so anyway, he goes to a hypnotherapist and he tells the guy, every time you see me is going to be the worst day of my life because I fucking hate my job. And, you know, the therapist looks at him and says, do you hate your life right now? He goes... Yeah, today is the worst day of my life. What about tomorrow? Tomorrow will be the worst day of my life. 
You know, that, that, that's, that's the whole thing from the movie. It's freaking hysterical, but it's also sad because there are people that are like this out there that really hate their fucking jobs so goddamn much, but they can't leave because they can't afford to. I feel your pain. Um, I also felt many other pains did not realize it was related to lactose intolerancy. So a day in the life of Val, get up, get dressed, blah, 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 leave the house. Um, I would stop to get coffee with cream and sugar and then be on my way. I would drink half of it while I was on my way to work. Okay. Now at this point, I'm slowly getting a stomach upset, stuck in traffic. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, and I just drank half of the coffee with cream. So, okay. Now I get to work. I drink the rest of it. Two hours later, I have a cup of yogurt. Okay. By lunch, by the middle of the day, I'm fucking miserable. All right. I'm in the bathroom. I don't think I'm going to be out until the end of the work day. And that's not because I was, you know, locking myself in there because I hated the job. I could not get off the toilet. Okay. Not that you needed to know that, but there you go. Um, whoop, there it is. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I really just thought it was the fact that I hated my job and my life was miserable. I never thought about the cream and the coffee, the yogurt two hours later, the, you know, the milk with lunch or whatever. It was, it's all dairy. It was all lactose. So I'm like, holy fucking shit. He's like, look, if you really, you know, need that stuff, you know, there are alternatives. You know, you could take lactate uh, pills or whatever. Yeah, that worked for the first month. Okay. First month, I took one pill before you eat anything that's dairy. Yeah, it worked great. I was so happy. Okay. The next week, it stopped working. My body decided to get used to it. Herman started re-fucking-jecting the whole damn thing. So I went up to two pills a day. Now it don't fucking work at all. I can't have shit. Okay? I also realized with my situation, carrageenan, sorbitol, fructose, and there's a couple of other chemicals that are in a bunch of different things that I can't have that piss Herman off. So there was that. So I'm busy working with my gastro doctor on everything. And I'm like, you know, plus the fact that I also had reflux, acid reflux on top of everything. So Herman's almost the size of a fucking house at this point. I'm about to give him his own fucking zip code. When I'm like sitting there, I'm like, look, I'm changing my diet. What we were doing was quasi working because in three years, knock on wood, I have not had any kidney stones. So the diet worked for the kidney stones, but it didn't work for the freaking stomach issues. Now at this point, my stomach is sticking out to the point where it looks like I'm about to give birth almost every single fucking day. And it's not one food or one drink or anything that's just setting it off. I could sit here right now talking to you guys like I'm doing and the thing will start growing out of fucking nowhere. Like fucking alien. Like there's a balloon in my stomach that somebody is just like, you know, squeezing and it's just going and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's hard too. Like you can't push on it. It's almost like, you know, if somebody flexes their abs and they have rock hard abs, God, I wish, um, you know, but how hard that is, that's how my stomach is, but it's expanded to the point of no return. You know, Herman's an asshole. What can I do? Um, but seriously, what can you do about that? We still have not figured out what the fuck the problem is. Okay. Now, obviously the nutritionist was an asshole. 
three of the gastro doctors did zero shit for me. And when I went to the do- the gastro doctor that I'm with now, I showed him a list of shit I was eating. He looks at me and goes, salads? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought if you try to get healthy, you're supposed to have salads. Except for the taco salad, because that's all meat and everything else. That's not a salad. That's a taco. You know? But, you know, we both, we both laughed and stuff. He goes, no. He goes, here's the thing. If you have IBS or you have stomach issues, like say you have colitis or God forbid you have Crohn's or you have any of those kind of, you know, upset stomach acid reflux issues, you cannot fucking eat salad. Okay. You're just not allowed to because it makes shit worse. So he gave me this diet and I love my gastro doctor. I just don't understand this diet whatsoever. And I told him that I'm like, look, I said, how is this supposed to fucking help me? He goes, well, it won't make your stomach big. I said, but it'll make the rest of me big. I'm like, I'm not allowed to eat salads, but I can have all the mayonnaise and bacon that I want. Like, that's not healthy for you neither. Especially on the cholesterol side of things, if you're counting cholesterol stuff. I luckily don't have to at this point. At this point, you know, the older you get, everything starts to fall apart. It's like leprosy. All the parts start falling off of you, you know? But I'm sitting there and I'm like... I don't even want to fucking think of diet food. It's like, oh, eat this, not that. Yeah, fuck you. How about that? Because the shit that I eat isn't the same shit that other people eat and it affects everybody differently. So getting back to the liver doctor, I decided to use an online um, exercise program where I actually did lose the 10 pounds, but I was fucking starving, okay? fucking tofu and vegetables and all this other shit I'm like I'm not allowed to really eat any of this now thinking back on it with the 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 diet he gave me the gastro doctor diet it's called low FODMAP diet it stands for I don't know what the fuck it stands for it actually does stand for something I can't think of it at the moment but it's basically a bunch of different food groups of stuff that you are allowed to eat that you can kind of eat and that you should eliminate from your diet altogether. It's like four pages long. I've actually sent it to a few friends of mine who are having stomach problems as well. Um, There are things on it that you're not allowed to eat. For example, kale, spinach, cucumbers, any tomatoes, any leafy greens that you ever wanted to make a fucking salad with, you're not allowed to put in your mouth hole. How about that? on the list of stuff you're allowed to have. Mayonnaise, freaking bacon. Like, I mean bacon, bacon, not turkey bacon. I mean bacon, bacon. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, you know, if you want to lose weight and you want a six pack of abs and you want to feel healthy and get more energy, which is everything I want to do, how is mayonnaise and bacon going to fucking help me? You know? I mean, and this is just a diet. This is, you know, I'm just like... Here's other things on the diet you're allowed to have and everything, but it's like, you're basically making, like, nothing out of nothing. Because none of the shit on this diet goes together. You can't make a proper meal out of any of it. I mean, like, one of the things you're allowed to have, I think, was rhubarb. And I'm like, first of all, I don't even know if they sell that at the fucking farmer's market. Second of all, I heard somewhere about rhubarb, if you improperly prepare it you could die so yeah I ain't eating that 
fuck that shit. Um, also, you're, you're supposed to burn off more than you consume. I've been doing that all along. Um, for someone my size, my age, and my stature, I'm supposed to have anywhere from 1,300 calories to 1,500 calories a day, give or take, because there's a deficit in there to lose weight. I looked on my little Fitbit, and I noticed that I average about 1,200 calories a day, which technically, if you think about it, is a fucking starvation diet, but that's what I eat. And I still have fucking Herman. He ain't fucking going nowhere. So at this point, I'm fucking annoyed. I was doing exercises online that I recently stopped. Um, I was ordering, you know, protein shakes and all this other stuff. And nothing was helping me. I wasn't getting any energy. My get up and go fucking got up and went years ago. It never looked back. I said, fuck you, Val. I'm gone. Left me with fucking Herman. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So, you know... I don't know what the fuck to do. So it's still like a freaking work in progress, depending on the medication that I was given, depending on the, uh, you know, the food that you eat. And, you know, if somebody could dedicate themselves to eat the same fucking thing seven days in a row every single fucking day for the whole week, well, congratulations to you. There ain't no way I'm eating chicken seven days a week for dinner or freaking fish seven days a week for any any meal. You know, not happening. I mean, I remember when I used to go to the gym and stuff, my personal trainer was eating chocolate in front of me. He's like, oh, yeah, you could have chocolate. I said, what? He goes, oh, no, you can't. I can. You know, I could have dark chocolate. You can't keep running on the treadmill. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, then you see these, these celebrity trainers and everything, like Bob Harper, for example, from The Biggest Loser. He was training people who were like 400 to 600 pounds. He just recently, a few years back, had a fucking heart attack. Now I'm thinking to myself, if a personal trainer who's supposed to be in the utmost fitness, you know, physique, has a fucking heart attack, what kind of hope is there for me? I mean, like, you see what he's he's making all these protein shakes and this diet, you know, this clean diet that he's eating and everything like that. And I'm like, and he had a fucking heart attack? How does that fucking happen? I'm supposed to use you as the model for all my shit and you had a fucking heart attack? No, thank you. I'm good eating my s'mores and shit. I'll just stay home, you know? But... I've been talking to a handful of my friends lately who are doing a bunch of different things. Um, two of them had gastric bypass surgery. Um, one of them is counting macros, which I didn't know what the fuck that was. I'm still confused about it. Like, I want to punch my computer screen. Like, I cannot do this. Um, it's confusing as fuck. I want to scream, help me. Um... And then, you know, you have other people who have, um, you know, diet coaches and nutritionists that are not full of shit, who actually give a shit about their clients. Um, You have personal trainers who actually cater to your every needs. I mean, you pay them, but they care about you, your diet, your fitness, your journey. They don't give you um, a generic diet plan that they gave some 500-pound person. They're going to give a 120-pound person. No, it's different for each person. And that's the way it should be. I mean, you shouldn't be generic with that because 
there are people like say for example my friends who got gastric bypass surgery you need to be careful with that there are certain things that you either need to stay away from if you know what your trigger foods are um or there's only a certain amount that you're allowed to eat a day so like you know versus someone who could just put anything in their freaking mouth um so you got to be careful with that kind of stuff and you need that kind of person behind you you need that nutritionist that personal trainer that coach to help you specifically not like five other people and you cuz you're all different all of us are different we have all different needs different things different foods that we like eating different foods that set us off different foods that we decide never to ever come in contact with ever a fucking again that kind of shit you know so i mean is a lot to think about so when i was talking to the gastro doctor about stuff i'm like all right well how the fuck are we going to get rid of this thing because like i could do reiki on my stomach till the cows come home i mean hell the cows could do reiki on my stomach till i come home it doesn't matter which way you do it it ain't working um a lot of the medications i was on herman decided to get you know used to it and he rejected it at all So the medication I'm on now seems to be working for the stomach but it's not taking care of any of the bloat. And I don't know at one point I was like, you know, well bloat, is it gas or is it water? So I'm sitting there pulling my finger, my mom's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Pull my finger." She's like, "Ew, no." I'm like, "Yeah." But uh, you know, like I can't figure out what it is. And recently it got really really bad. to the point where like I couldn't breathe okay I was so bloated that I could not catch my breath I could not take a deep breath in at all and even sitting down standing up laying down I could not breathe I'm like okay this is going to be the end of me I'm going to implode like that girl Violet on uh Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory you know she blows up to a blueberry I feel funny you're turning violent violent Um and she explodes. They had to well, she doesn't explode. They had to send her to the juicing factory, part of the chocolate factory, before she explodes. So all the little umpalumpas rolled her down the freaking uh walkway. That's kind of how I feel. Freaking fat and bloated with no fucking hope to life. Um you know, you got all these diet books out there and I I bought a whole bunch of them. There's one called Eat This Not That. And I'm like, uh okay. You could have the pepperoni, but you can't have the pepperoni pizza. Why? Uh first of all, pepperoni is disgusting by itself. Like on a pizza, fine. I'm not going to randomly sit there holding a fucking wiener in my hand and cutting little pieces of it off and just eating it like that. Not going to fucking happen. Um my personal trainer from back in the day, he used to swear by beef jerky and pork rinds. Pork rinds? No. That stuff is like fucking fat as greasy as hell, loaded with a shit ton of sodium. It would make me blow up like a balloon. I would swell. And I'm like, there's no way I'm eating that. Then I'm thinking about it. Beef jerky, pork rinds, bacon. Bacon was on my list of things to eat. So was mayonnaise. So I could have a BLT minus the T because I wasn't allowed to have tomato back then. You get all the bacon you fucking want. Yeah, like that's not going to give you a fucking heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Un fucking believable. Like 
Everybody feels that they're a freaking authority on everything. Oh, you could just do this. Oh, you could just do that. No, you got to find what works for you. You know, I mean, yeah, you have the generic, um, you know, uh, counting calories or you have the generic, um, I'm going to do everything sugar free. Now, if you're a diabetic, you have to do everything sugar free. But the problem with that is, and I, I, I brought this to my personal trainer's attention at that point because he said, cut out all sugar. So I did, but everything I was eating was sugar alcohol. And he goes, sugar alcohol is sugar. It's just processed a different way and it's still bad for you. So stop eating it. Stop eating anything that's in it. Then you think about natural sugars, which is like complex carbs, like your apples, your um, your fruit, other fruits like oranges and citrus and stuff like that. Um, bananas loaded with carbs. Um, so it's hard, but it's also a different mindset of eating different things to, you know, spark up your energy to give you a different way to break down sugars. Um, you know, but if you're a diabetic, you can't even do that. So you need to look out for you. You need to find doctors or, or, uh, you know, coaches or trainers that are specifically going to look at you as a person. Not you, the, uh, you know, heavy set woman that wants to just lose weight. Because for all of us, it's hard to just lose weight. You know, when you get older, the older you get, the slower your metabolism gets. That's why, like, you know, a five-year-old can run 10 times as fast as his grandmother. You know, I mean, yeah, if the grandmother was working out and pushing a whole bunch of freaking calories and exercising and, you know, and whatnot, her metabolism might be close to his and she might be able to have a stamina running down the block after him. Good for her, you know, but it gets to a point where you're so disgusted with life. Well, me anyway, I was like, nothing's working. Herman's getting bigger. The medication is semi working. I have no energy. I feel like shit. I can't work out for a half hour without having to push pause on my computer because I can't fucking breathe. Not to mention the fact that I don't know what happened, but when you fucking turn 40, it's all downhill from there and all the parts on you start malfunctioning and shit. I mean, like, I stretch in bed, my whole spinal column fucking cracked. I thought I broke myself, okay? I'm laying there, I hear my neck shoulders, my back, my middle back, my lower back, my knees, my ankles, and my toes all cracked at the same time. I swear to you, I thought I died. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this ain't normal. Who fucking does this? And then like my, my oldest cat son, who you'll eventually uh, hear from on one of these podcasts, his name is Bam Bam. And he is getting older. His twin brother, Pee Wee, is obviously they're twins. They're the same age, but he doesn't have the same problem as Bam Bam. When Bam Bam walks, I hear his hips clicking. So it happens to animals too. You get older, you know, everything starts to crack. Everything starts to hurt. Things get stiff. The only way to stop that from happening is to be consistent. Do stretching every day, but do it every day. Um, 
as far as working out goes, you could work out every day as long as two out of the five days a week is cardio. You don't want to do heavy lifting three days in a row. You don't fucking do that, no matter who you are. Unless you're a bodybuilder. I don't know what their requirements are, what their regimens are, and what they do with, you know, their person. I have no fucking clue. I am never going to be on that caliber. Not going to ever happen. So, you know, working out is a whole thing on its own. I mean, I could just sit here and talk to you about different workouts and what happens. And I'll do that in a second. Oh, it drives me mad. So different workouts, different dieting, different strategies to get yourself moving. Basically what you need to do is get yourself moving. No matter what your motivation is, get the fuck up. Go do something. Walk around your house. Uh, right now it's hot, humid, and gross out, and I used to go hiking, but because the bugs like either buzzing in my ear or hitting me in the face, I decided until the fall, I'm going to wind up just walking around my complex over here, which is, you know, if you walk up and down all the different streets and whatnot, you could get probably a good two miles out of it. Probably could. Um, I usually don't. I usually get a mile and a half and I'm exhausted and I go home. But at least I'm getting things together. And that's not the only exercise I do during the day. Um, You have to switch it up. So depending on what you want to work out, that depends on the exercises that you do. Like, for example, my schedule is Monday is leg day. And the reason for that is, I mean, you're working out, you're you're warming yourself up, you're getting yourself ready and everything, but you're basically focusing on your legs. So it's your lower back, your butt, and your legs, okay? The next day is either core, which is your abs and all those muscles in there, or, and or, uh, cardio, because you don't want to lift the same body part two days in a row. You want to confuse your body a little bit, make all the muscles work differently. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, Wednesday would be upper body day. That is the upper back, the shoulders, the biceps, triceps, all the arms, the chest, everything for upper body. And then Thursday would be another cardio day and ab workout. Although I have a couple of ab workouts that you are allowed to do every single day because your abs are such a big muscle and stuff that it can be done five days in a row, three days in a row, every other day, every two days, a rest day, then two days again and a rest day. Um, it depends on how you feel. And that that's a whole lot of it too. Dieting and working out and exercising and everything, it's a mindset. It's not only being consistent and showing up, but you do the work. So yeah, everybody has bad days. Um, Yesterday, my day sucked because I went to bed late the night before, only got really four hours of sleep. So I went back to bed and instead of waking up at seven in the morning and staying up, I slept until 10 in the morning and four hours of my day was gone. So that resulted in me eating kind of poorly because I was tired and I didn't feel like cooking anything. So I had some pizza and, uh, 
you know, the rest of the day I was sluggish from said pizza. I should have ate something that was a little more healthy to make myself feel better, but I didn't because I was too tired. And then the energy from being too tired, lack of energy, uh, mind you, um, just made everything else go downhill. But think about it. Whose fucking fault was that? Mine. I mean, I'm not blaming anybody else, but like, if you ever felt this way, and I'm pretty sure you did at one point or another, and you're allowed to, you just got to own up to it and be dedicated, show up and do what you want to do. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. You know, I mean, no one's forcing you. It's your body. It's your time. It's your life. It's your money. It's also your mindset. Now, I could be negative just like, the, you know, the person next to me or whatever. But, you know, and, you know, I sound all pissed off in here and whatnot because I'm passionate about what I say and what I do. I'm not necessarily extremely angry. There's a difference. Um, yeah, I get fired up over shit. Um, yeah, like the nutritionist bean lady and shit. Who the fuck does that, you know? But in all actuality, with everything in your life, you are your own problem, but you are also your own solution. So you think about it. You choose if you want to be happy. Now, granted, there are toxic assholes that you might keep in your, you know, in your life because maybe you feel bad for them or they're having a rough time. I'm guilty of it, too. I just got rid of a friend of mine who was a complete fucking asshole. Um, it was all me, 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 me. Didn't give a shit about how he was treating me and then turned it around on me and said all of his problems were my fault, basically. Yeah. So uh, fuck you and your problems and whatever else is coming down the pipeline that's on you that's your problem not mine so get yourself in a positive mindset funny coming from me i know but if you could get rid of the toxic people in your life or the toxic way of thinking about things or the constant negativity if you have it you'll see that things are not so bad and they can improve that being said, with dieting and exercising, you know your own body. You know, you know whether or not you could do 50 push-ups. <laughs> I can't. I know I can't. I especially can't really do push-ups right now because both of my wrists are hurting like shit. Um, I decided one day, because I was working out hard and everything for like two weeks straight, I decided I turned into Hercules. I was coming back from the uh, Price Club. I got three six gallon cardboard boxed waters now i know i'm saying that wrong the six gallons in a box i got three boxes okay i picked these shits up out of the trunk walked them across my freaking garage and put them down on the floor six one gallon jugs in a big ass box three fucking times okay I thought I was Hercules. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm doing this. So it, it blew my mind. I was impressed with myself. It also blew out both my wrists. So now my wrists are fucking killing me and I can't do shit. So if push-ups are your thing and you have no upper body strength whatsoever, because I don't, um, I heard a little voice in my head it actually wasn't a voice in my head it was my grandfather contacting me 
um, telling me you could do push-ups on the wall. And I'm like, say what now? He's like, you could do push-ups on the wall. And I'm like, okay. Don't know how to do this, but okay. So when this initially happened, when my grandfather contacted me from the great beyond and whatnot and told me I could do push-ups on the wall, I asked my dad. I was like, yeah, uh, grandpa contacted me and told me I could do push-ups on the wall. How the fuck do you do push-ups on the wall? And my dad told me. And ironically, I did not know that my grandfather, my mom's dad, yeah, grandfather on my mom's side, my mom's dad, yes, okay, he said push-ups on the wall. My dad told me that my grandfather used to be a bodybuilder. I didn't know that. So yeah, I'm psychic. Um, so I have a new thing called the psychic exercise plan where my family from the great beyond tells me what exercises to do and how they're going to help and benefit me. So that's the fucking diet, the exercise plan I'm doing now. Okay. Not entirely true, but, uh, it is one of the exercises that is in my routine to be quite honest with you. It is very low impact on the wrists because you are leaning yourself up against the wall and you go and put your legs as far back as you possibly can while holding on to the wall and then you push yourself in and out off the wall so you're doing push-ups but it's off the wall so it's low impact it's good for the upper body but it's light on the wrists and that's what i do so every time my workout plan calls for push-ups i don't care what kind of push-ups the guy on the tv is doing and i don't care what kind of push-ups the personal trainer tells me to do i'm doing wall push-ups the same fucking thing except i'm on a wall instead of on the fucking floor um it's also easier in terms of your body weight because you're not pushing your full body weight up off the floor versus the resistance you're pushing yourself up off the wall if that makes sense anyway so that's one exercise again um everybody is different you know your own body So you need to find someone, if you're going to use somebody to help you with exercises or a diet plan or whatnot, you need someone who's going to cater everything to you and has your well-being at heart. Also, with eating, you know something is bad for you. And I don't mean, oh, that cheeseburger is so bad. Oh, my God. No, I mean, if you're fucking allergic to cheeseburgers, I don't know how you would be, but unless you're lactose intolerant, but... If you're allergic to cheeseburgers, well, don't eat it. You know, like, you know your own body. Be like, yeah, I'm not eating that. Um, There are people that are on a high-protein diet. They would be eating that. If they're lactose intolerant, they would take the cheese off. You see what I'm doing here? Three different people, three different situations, three different diets completely. So you got to take that into consideration too. Um, You also got to take into consideration what I said before about you're your own problem, but you're also your own solution. I mean, like, you know, you have the ability to do or not do anything and everything. Just got to put your mind to it. If you feel like you can't do it, then you can't. You won't. If you feel like you can, then do it. Try. If, if it's physically impossible for you at this moment, then at least you tried it. But now you know where your level is. Now you know where to start off, which is why all these different diet plans, and I don't care if you're using V-Shred Company, Sculpt Nation, or if you're using Beachbody, or if you're just doing Weight Watchers, 
you know your own body and you know how much you could either take or not take. And that's up to you to own up to that. It's also up to you to push yourself a little bit if you know you could do more than what you're doing right now. Because in the long run, it'll help you. But like, don't freaking kill yourself, you know? I mean, me, I was a dumbass. I picked up those, you know, six gallon boxes of freaking water, but I picked it up like it was nothing. So I knew I was getting stronger, even though I wasn't losing inches and I wasn't losing pounds on the scale. That's another thing. Um, I had this conversation with my dad. I'm like, um, is a pound a pound a pound? And he just looked at me. He's like, what? I'm like, like a pound of feathers versus a pound of bricks. It's still a pound, right? But you have more feathers in a pound than you do bricks in a pound. But it's still a pound. But it's weighed differently. That's the difference between muscle mass and fat. With muscle mass, yeah, you're, say you're 130 pounds, fucking solid, like a freaking locomotive, right? Um, you're 130 pounds of muscle versus 130 pounds of fat. Your body's a machine like that with the muscle, so you're going to be able to drive more and do more because you're stronger versus the flabby, gooey 130 pounds of fat. You're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel tired. But here's the problem with that. I mean, not that it's a problem. I mean, it is what it is, you know. But if you know that that's bothering you and you know that something has to be done about it, you're the only one that could do something about it. And you got to do it for you. You can't do it for the fucking uh, asshole that made fun of you in junior high. You can't do it for your family. You can't even do it for your girlfriend or boyfriend. Or anything like that. You need to do it for yourself. You're the one that's going to feel better from it. You're the one that's going to have more energy from it. And you're the one that's going to benefit from it. And if there's somebody holding you back, fuck them. You know? There's no reason to deal with somebody else's bullshit and negativity when they're not even dealing with their own bullshit and negativity. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them be a hindrance to your health, to your goals and your dreams in life. You need to do you. You know, so that's how you can become your own solution by believing in yourself, moving yourself, being consistent, do showing up, doing things that, you know, are going to make you happy mentally, like do meditation. Meditation helps calm you down. It really does. Um, I lately have not been able to focus on it, but I used to do meditation. Um, I try. So that's, that's, you know, that's all you can do is try. Because how do you know it's going to work or not work if you don't try at all, you know? And then if it didn't work, don't get discouraged and regret that you tried to do it. Just realize that, okay, blah, blah, blah didn't work for me. Let me try something else. And, you know, you can do that. But it's your choice whether or not you want to. And that's what you got to think about. It's a mindset. I mean, you know, positive mindset You know, with me, it's been hard to be positive about certain things. You know, I I wake up, especially especially with COVID and everything. I've been used to staying home. I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. Uh, I have no energy. Fucking shut up. You know, like I got to take a step back and I got to be like, look, okay, it is what it is. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, Herman's an asshole. Um... 
yeah, like you could be hanging out and all of a sudden you have to go run to the bathroom because Herman's a big fucking jerk. But here's the thing. If you know your triggers and you know what bothers you and what doesn't bother you, whether it's food, exercising, diet, or negative fucktards in your life, you have the power to get rid of these things or to keep them. If you like feeling miserable or if you like failing, and to be honest with you, in retrospect, nobody likes failing in life. Nobody likes failing in anything. You know, I joke around, I'm like, yeah, I suck at life. You know, uh, there are times where things suck, but you don't suck as a person, you know? Yeah, the situation is extremely shitty when you're stuck in the bathroom for two hours, sure. But like, does that make you an asshole? No, makes your asshole an asshole, but I digress. Um. So for whoever needs to hear this, here's my take on dieting, okay? Diet is a negative word to me. I fucking hate it. The word diet has the word die right in it. So right there, there's a negative connotation. And the word diet, my friend Jason and I were talking about this a couple of days ago. It has a negative connotation on it to the point where it feels like you are already limited to what you're allowed to eat, to what you're allowed to have, and to what you're allowed to do. So take the word diet out of it and replace it with living. Okay? Think about it this way. I was thinking about this before. Okay? your life, if it sucks right now, what part of your life sucks? Do you have the ability to change it? Now that's another thing. You cannot control what is out of your control. Make sense? Like for example, um, you don't want a rainy day, but do you control the weather? Do you control whether it's going to fucking rain or not? No. So if it rains and now you're fucking pissed off that it's raining, that's on you because it's out of your control. But being pissed off is not out of your control. Oh, I can't go outside because it's raining. Fuck me, I can't go walking. (laughs) Well, you can. You know, if you get the right shoes, you get an umbrella or whatnot, you can go walking. Or if you're like me and you're like, yeah, no, it's too hot outside. It's damp. Yo, it's spring, everything's in bloom, the fucking bugs are in full force, I'm not going hiking, fuck it. You do what I did. I changed my course of action. I still wanted to get out and be active and still walk around. So instead of doing two miles on the hiking trails, I did one and a half miles walking around my complex. Uh, Granted, the hiking trails, you're actually climbing a little bit. You're doing basically interval training because you're going up and down steps. You're going here and there, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Walking around my complex, there's not that many bugs, thank God, Um, because you're not in the middle of a forest. I mean, yeah, there are trees planted on the street and whatnot, but there are no bugs flying in my ear and buzzing in my face. So that's a plus. Also, walking around my complex, everything is level. It's at one level. You're walking on concrete, the end. I mean, you could stand at each, you know, street corner and do some running in place or jogging or whatever you want to do. People are going to think you're a fucking weirdo, but do you care? No, you're doing you, okay? So, you know, you could run across the street. You could go up the curbs and whatnot. So there's a way to get around the two-mile interval I'm not hiking thing. But that's up to you whether or not you want to do it. There are days I don't leave the house. I'm like, I don't want to. I just don't want to. So I'll do stuff at home. Um, 
There are days where I try to do everything at once. Like I'll go out like tomorrow um, for my company. I have a bunch of packages that have to go to the post office. While I'm out, my truck needs an oil change and I need to pick up some medication. So I'll do everything in one day because I'm already out, you know? Um, and then I might go walking if it's not thunderstorming outside, you know? Thunderbolts and lightning and stuff is not my kind of good time walking around. But if it's like drizzling or whatnot, I don't care. I'll go. I'll walk around and stuff. I can also walk around my house. My cat's going to think I'm a fucking weirdo going in circles. You know, I'm not chasing the tail because I don't have one. But, you know, so there's that. So positive mindset, getting rid of toxic people and toxic things in your life, like toxic foods, toxic exercises. Like if you know, like I was saying with the push-ups, you know push-ups on the floor are bad for you. Don't fucking do them just because you want to exercise. Do something else. Do crunches. Do push-ups on the wall. Do running in place. You know, just be active, you know? Go out. If you have friends around you that are, you know, not busy, go walking with them. Go do something, you know? I have friends of mine who are doing different diet plans. Um, They're also exercising. They go for a walk at lunch. If you have enough time to do that, that's awesome. Go do that, you know? But, you know, keep yourself motivated. Keep yourself consistent. Show up for yourself, you know? Because the only one that you're really failing is you, you know? Like, I feel like shit all the time. Nobody knows the pain that I'm fucking in because they're not me, you know? I mean, I joke about it. I'm like, yeah, pull my finger. Like, I can't breathe. This fucking, Herman's fucking killing me, basically, you know? Until we figure out exactly what the fuck is going on, which we'll figure out in the middle of June because that's apparently the only appointment he had fucking available at the moment. Anyway, great doctor, though, so can't say nothing else. Uh, So we'll figure that out. Um, For all I know, it could be a simple diet change. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm pretty sure eating s'mores almost every single fucking night is not helping my situation at all. So yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. But counting my calories now. So I'm figuring out how many calories I need a day and I'm hitting that. So I can have a s'more if I want to. Granted, the fucking s'more that I eat is 435 calories. That's a fucking meal. So that's on you. If you want to eat that instead of eating dinner, then go right ahead. But it's not going to fill you up like your dinner would. You see what I'm saying? So it's little little tweaks, different changes, different mindset, different way of thinking will help you out in the long run. So basically, it's all up to you. No pressure. It's not anxiety here. Be consistent. Show up. You know... Don't kill yourself with working out. Don't kill yourself with the dieting. You know, it's okay. Just allow yourself. Tell yourself it's okay to eat, you know, junk once in a while. Even the strictest of people have cheat days and cheat meals once in a while. You're allowed to do that, you know? Nobody's restricting you from doing that. But also show up and do the work for you and your body. You know, keep a positive mindset. Try to be positive, even in a negative situation. Think about the situation for a second. Did you have control over the situation? Then why are you letting the situation have control over you? You know, Um, so little things that I've learned. So, you know, eat to live. Don't live to eat. Don't eat a bunch of shit and then wonder why you're fucking bloated and shit afterwards because you did it to yourself happened to me with s'mores and a bunch of other fucking things i'm like no i have no one to blame but myself but yeah i can't breathe so just don't fucking do that um so 
I just wanted to leave on a positive note and tell everybody who needed that, that you are enough. You are worth it. You are worth feeling better. You're, you know, if there are people out there that feel horrible, that feel that they're useless, especially in the pandemic when everybody's home, you know, things are starting, just starting to get a little back to normal. Realize that the pandemic was not your fault. You did not have control over that, but you have control over your way of thinking, your way of eating, your way of exercising, and your outlook on everything in your world, in your circle, in your family and friends. You have, you know, the ability to control you. Granted, not all the, you can't control all the situations that involve you if they involve other people as well, but you can control your actions, your state of mind, and your well-being. And that's it. You just go, go from there. Um, you know, everything starts with one step and you just keep on going one step at a time one exercise at a time, one meal at a time, one week at a time, you know, whatever it is, one crunch at a time, um, once more at a time, but instead of every day, you do it once a week, maybe, you know, you need to find out what is good for you. Also, just because somebody's a personal trainer or a coach or a nutritionist or a doctor, they don't know everything. And they especially don't know everything about you. You know everything about you. You know how you feel. You know what you've been through. And you know what things bother you and what things don't bother you. And what you need to succeed with whatever you want to do. You just got to keep a positive mindset. Put your mind to it and try. You know? So try to get out of your funk. Dieting is not the be all to end all. You're not you know, living to eat, you're eating to live, but you still want to enjoy yourself. So don't think of it as a diet. Think of it as a life goal, a lifestyle, a little change that you're going to experiment with. See if it makes you feel better or look better or think better, whatever it is that you want out of it, because it's all about you. That's how you have to think about it. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. Hey, Valerie Lynn here. If you made it this far, then thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Please become a fan and share my podcast. It's anchor.fm slash The Valerie Lynn Show. Share it, talk about it, tweet it, do whatever you would like. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you listen to the next one. That's the end. Stop the program. Stop it!